Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Now, friends, we have finished the four chapters of Ruth. And I, I read the, each of the chapters individually and made some comments. But as I was going through it and praying about it and thinking about it, I felt like I really needed to have uh, one more segment on this that I'm going to call um, Ruth and the Bride of Christ. And so the book of Ruth, as I told you, is primarily about God and Israel and um, uh, one woman joining to the people of God, to the Jewish people. It's also about the fact that um, Ruth and Boaz became the ancestors of King David. So it kind of fills in a, a blank spot between the book of Judges and uh, 1 Samuel, which is next in line. But it's about much more than that for Christians. And so in the, the story of Ruth for Christians, Ruth can be viewed as a type of the bride of Christ. And by that, I mean each person who is saved and in relationship with Jesus. Uh, that's the bridal company of Christ spoken of throughout the New Testament. Uh, Boaz can be viewed as a type of Jesus himself. He's the Lord of the harvest. He's wealthy. He is um, uh, the man that has authority and power and so forth in that culture. And Ruth ultimately marries him. And then Naomi guides um, Ruth and Boaz toward marriage. And Naomi functions as a, a type of the Holy Spirit in this aspect. So the story is set in Bethlehem. It's hard to ignore as a Christian that Jesus is to be born in Bethlehem. That's the setting for the whole thing. Ruth first joins herself to Naomi and Israel's God. Uh, Ruth is tested for her virtue. Ruth has nothing. She's a poor widow, but uh, she meets this rich and powerful man, Boaz, and um, she's interested in him. Ruth is a Gentile. She's not entitled to worship the God of Israel by birth. She's not entitled to pursue marriage with a Jewish man. But Ruth comes to the kingdom in a way. She commits her life by a profession of faith and becomes part of Israel and ultimately marries Boaz the Jew. Boaz, of course, is operating as her kinsman redeemer, purchasing her to keep the family uh, name good and going and, and uh, keep the land in the family. Uh, Ruth is brought in fully to Israel as the grandmother of King David, which of itself is a great accomplishment. But beyond that, she became the ancestor of Jesus himself. And so Ruth's profession of faith, don't ask me to leave you or to return from following you, because where you go, I will go. Where you live, I will live. Your people will be my people and your God will be my God. This is a, a very profound profession of faith, profession of uh, allegiance to Israel, but more importantly, to Israel's God. And then Ruth um, comes by the guidance of Naomi to Boaz, who is the kinsman redeemer. And uh, she says, I'm, I'm Ruth, your handmaiden. Spread your, your garment over me. Spread your robe over me. And so she, she says, uh, you're my redeeming kinsman. You have the authority to redeem me, if you will. And Boaz says, yeah, I'm willing to do that. And so Boaz is a blood relative, just like um, Jesus had to come as a human to redeem us. He is our blood relative after the fact he's a human. Jesus came and positioned himself for our redemption. Jesus um, had the resources 
to buy back our forfeited inheritance that was lost by Adam. Boaz had the resources to pay whatever debts Ruth might have had and to um, uh, redeem her family name, to make her name good again, if you will, by marrying uh, marrying Ruth. And so the, the resources belong to Boaz and type and shadow like the resources belong to Jesus as our kinsman redeemer. Boaz was willing to purchase Ruth and carry out the legal responsibilities. And Jesus, friends, was willing to purchase us with his own blood and to carry out the letter of the law on our behalf. Boaz was willing to marry Ruth and Jesus came for a bride with us. He's willing to marry us, according to the scriptures. And so there's a number of wedding customs that come from or gain support from the book of Ruth. One is uh, this custom of spreading the corner of your garment over me. If you've ever attended a, a Jewish wedding, many times they'll actually perform the ceremony under a hoopah, which is like a tent. And it represents, in part, this garment that Boaz spread over Ruth. The tent in Jewish weddings, the hoopah, uh, speaks of this transaction that just took place between Boaz and Ruth. The bridal purchase, uh, Ruth the Moabitess, was purchased to be the wife of um, uh, Boaz, according to the King James that uses that language. So the bridal purchase, this um, uh, became part of the customs of Jewish marriages, that there had to be a, a bride price paid. And ultimately, we were bought with the price, just like Ruth was bought with a price. The New Testament says you were bought with a price, and the the price was the blood of Jesus, the precious blood of Jesus. So each of us have been bought with a price. And then uh, we become one who is has been bought with a price, and we're to glorify God in our body and our spirit at the time um, after we come to the Lord. And then ultimately, the, the redeemed Ruth, as I said, um, uh, became the ancestor of King David, but the New Testament tells us a little more, and I'm reading from Matthew chapter 1. It says, Salmon became the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab the harlot. So this man Boaz was descended from Rahab, who had been the uh, the harlot in Jericho, who had hidden the spies and, and uh, protected them prior to the conquest of Jericho by the Jews coming into the promised land. So Boaz's mother or ancestor was um, Rahab the harlot. And then Boaz, according to Matthew 1, 5, was the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth. And Obed was the father of Jesse, Jesse the father of King David. David was the father of Solomon, whose mother had been Uriah's wife, verse 16. And Jacob became the father of Joseph, the mother of Mary, to whom was born Jesus, who's called the Christ. So this Ruth ultimately became the ancestor of Jesus after his human perspective, his human component. So let me try and tie all this up for you, friends. And I I don't claim to be able to do this perfectly, so the Lord will have to help me. And so Ruth, the Moabite, becomes a Jew. She enters the family of God. Ruth is a type of the bride of Christ, as I told you, and Boaz is a type of Jesus. Naomi fulfills some of the functions of the Holy Spirit. So the story is set in Bethlehem, where Jesus is to be born. Ruth the Moabite comes to Naomi and to Israel's God. You, my friend, have at some point in your life come as an outsider to the kingdom of God. You first had to be born into the kingdom of God. 
In the case of Ruth, she became part of the family of Israel. In the case of you, you had to come, or you may still have to come, to the family of God. And so Ruth, in type and shadow, joins herself to Naomi, and she joins herself to Israel's God. You and I have to do the same thing. Naomi guides Ruth's choices toward Boaz. In the days of our flesh, friends, the Holy Spirit is guiding us ultimately to a marriage with Jesus. And so just like Boaz typifies Jesus in this relationship, Naomi here typifies the work of the Holy Spirit, who's guiding our life choices and steering us toward our redemption and our bridal purchase in Christ. And then after we come to a relationship in Christ, the bridal preparation continues for the ultimate culmination of the marriage of the Lamb occurs on the other side of the grave. And the Holy Spirit is the one who is responsible for our preparation. And so like Ruth had to be tested for her virtue, each of us coming into the kingdom have to be tested as well. Ruth eventually meets Boaz, her kinsman redeemer. Ruth has nothing, but Boaz is rich and powerful. In the same way, you and I had nothing to accomplish our own redemption. We had to come to Jesus, who had the resources as our kinsman redeemer to purchase us from sin and death. And Boaz was willing to purchase and redeem Ruth the same way Jesus was willing to purchase and redeem you and I with his own life and with his own blood, with his own sinless life. He gave his life and his blood to redeem us from sin and death. You were purchased by the blood of Christ. No higher price could be paid for a bride. Ruth, ultimately, the Moabitess, became the wife of um, uh, Boaz. And as the purchased bride, one who had been bought with a price, she continued to live her life virtuously. As Boaz had uh, said earlier, that she was known as a virtuous woman. That virtue continued after her marriage to Boaz, her kinsman redeemer. So Ruth the Gentile marries Boaz the Jew, typifying you and I becoming part of the one new man in Christ. Perhaps you were Jewish by birth. I was not. I was a Gentile. But now we're both part of the family of God, redeemed by Jesus, our kinsman redeemer. Ruth was brought fully into Israel as the great-grandmother of King David and the ancestor of Jesus Christ. Not as a second-class citizen of the, of the kingdom, Ruth the Moabite was no longer a Moabite. She was a child of God. And together with Boaz, just like you and I together with Jesus Christ, we became part of the family of God when we came into the kingdom. Ruth became part of the family of God in type and shadow. You and I eternally became part of the family of God when Jesus redeemed us and purchased us to be our bride. So Ruth and the bride of Christ and you. Friends, it's a real story. It really happened about a real young lady who really got married to a guy. But there were many layers to this story. Ruth was joined to Israel and the God of Israel, no longer a Moabite outcast. Ruth was made an ancestor of King David, a tremendous honor. Again, not a second-class citizen of the kingdom of Israel, but a first-class citizen. In the same way, you and I were brought into the kingdom, not by Boaz, not by a mother-in-law, but by a Holy Spirit guiding our life choices toward Jesus. If today you don't know Jesus, 
the Holy Spirit is leading you toward Jesus, not just to be redeemed from your sins, but ultimately for what the Bible calls a relationship like a marriage. And so, Lord, I pray that you would unpack the story of Ruth to us day after day and year after year as we meditate on it. We thank you, Lord, that there were real human beings that experienced this story, but there was a deeper prophetic meaning for each of us. We thank you, Jesus, that you came to Bethlehem, the house of bread, to redeem us, Lord, ultimately from sin and death. We thank you, Lord, that you purchased us with your precious blood. We thank you, Lord, that you married us and brought us into the kingdom, not as outcasts, not as strangers, but as the family of God. We thank you, Lord, that that's still unfolding and will be unfolding forever, and that there's a wedding celebration coming at the marriage supper of the Lamb on the other side of time. We love you, Lord. We bless you, and we thank you now. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.